I like I like chugged a sprite earlier this morning, oh, and I feel it just like sitting in my stomach. Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that was a that was a poor decision. It was. Why do I? Why do I repeatedly make poor decisions? <laughs> uh, oh, good. all right. All right. Hello and welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. This is the podcast that seeks to catalog all of the terrible movies about princesses and princesses to be. And today, or no wait, I need to, oh, forgot my name. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? I'm, I'm Christy. I'm Christy. And this is uh, my friend and co-host, Bree. Who am I? <laughs> and we've been doing this for three years, if you could believe it. <laughs> we three still don't know how to open an episode or end an episode. Just, just flawless, flawless delivery. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. We're, oh, hello. It's the end of the year, folks. We made it. It's the end. End of the year. I ch- chugged a sprite. Um, <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing real good today, and oh. we we are we are here to tell you all about a Christmas prince, which is a really generic title for a movie. Just in general, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's what? What's the? It's a It's what's the movie about? Oh, it's the one about a Christmas prince. I mean, oh. it works out. Works out great for everybody who's trying to make a mockbuster of this film, though. True. <laughs> I had to. I had to like warn Brie. Just me. You, you gotta watch a Christmas Prince, not Christmas with a Prince. Yeah, yeah. Specifically, I was like, you may better make sure because they put that with a Prince. They like they put that with a very small in the title to try and trick you on it on the Netflix. It's so weird that they're trying to go for the like. The like mockbuster of a movie that is not a blockbuster film. It's just, it's a it's a mid budget, straight to Netflix movie, and then they're yeah. like, we'll make a mockbuster of that. Well, oh. it's it's not just a straight to Netflix movie. It was a Netflix original. Um, ah. And so I think therein lies the key, because this one, I do remember, it, it went kind of viral for a little bit on Twitter when it was first released, because it's, I mean, it's just a dumb movie, we'll get into it. Um, <laughs> you don't say. I, yeah. Um, but I think that they probably, like, all the mockbuster was probably an attempt to get a DVD into stores that people would mistake for this Netflix original. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's one of those things. You hear about, oh, wasn't this wasn't this the one that was on Twitter? And not that one. Not that one. Not that one, but close. Yeah. Granted, I mean, maybe Christmas with a Prince is, like, a good movie. Who knows? We yeah. didn't watch it. We watched no, this one. No, no. And maybe maybe I'll have to watch that next, but after, I mean, after this movie, I feel like I've got my fill of Christmas princes. Oh, yeah? For, for at least one year. Yeah. Oh, 
You don't want to immediately watch the sequels? No. No, I think I need <laughs> I need some time. I just need some time to think. Usually usually you're the one clamoring to watch to watch uh the the bad movies again. <laughs> I you know what the it's it's the main the main female lead in this one. I hate her. She's just a bad character. <laughs> it's oh, it's just so does bad things, and you're supposed to think that she's like I don't know so quirky and and down to earth, but no, she's a bad person doing bad things, <laughs> and and. And the movie wants you to side with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, because she's, because she's, you know, yeah, she's just a normal person who's down to earth and, and, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, she's, <laughs> this has one of the most, like, stock nothing plots that I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, it's so... It's so predictable that it's kind of astounding. It's stunning. But with the addition of, like, a main character that just kind of... She just kind of sucks. <laughs> like, she's not yeah. the worst. She's not a monster, but she's definitely doing, like, some real shady shit. Yeah. And, and you're like, all right... And she, she, she never, she never really has to face the consequences of her actions. And I feel like maybe that's... I mean, she that's... does for about a week. Well, maybe a, week. a... Listen, I'm pretty sure there's several crimes that are committed in this movie. So oh, her yeah. going back oh, yeah. home and, and feeling sad about it for a week, okay. that doesn't feel... Yeah, you know what, that's fair. <laughs> the beginning you are definitely like ma'am you you doing this will land you in some kind of like overseas prison but i guess yeah. not i guess you're fine just go home don't worry yeah about it. <laughs> yeah I just, oh but you're just supposed to feel bad for her because she feels sad that the bad thing that she did is now being used against her <laughs> it just really sucks when the consequences of your own <laughs> actions catch up to you. <laughs> oh no, not the consequences of my own actions. Oh, uh, oh no. God. But everything <laughs> turned out fine in the end. Yeah, and she gets two whole sequels where she gets to just keep being rewarded <laughs> for her bad behavior. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Hey Christy, do you want to before we keep talking about this? Do you want to tell uh tell the people what the uh air quotes stunning plot is of a Christmas prince? Sure, let's get into the summary for a Christmas prince. Oh, I guess okay. So before that though, I should mention this is going to be a clipless uh -huh. episode because this is again this is a Netflix original. And I don't know how to get audio from Netflix, so wah 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 wah. We'll try I'm and sure play you in. We can find with... some clips of it on YouTube and then rip the YouTube audio. I don't know how to do that either, <laughs> unless I hold up the microphone to my laptop. <laughs> 
take us away on the summary, Christy. <laughs> okay. I believe in you. Okay. Uh, Christmas music. <laughs> Yay. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Jingle bells. Jingle all the way. Hey. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> it is Christmas time, and an aspiring New York journalist named Amber is dreaming of catching her big break. Opportunity knocks when Amber is tasked with covering a press conference on Prince Richard, the Prince of Aldovia. Known for being a playboy and shirking royal duties, there is rumor that Prince Richard will be abdicating his crown. Amber is sent overseas to Aldovia to cover the press conference, but Prince Richard fails to appear, and the conference is cancelled. Afraid of returning home empty-handed, Amber sneaks into the castle. She is almost immediately caught, but fortunately for her, she is mistaken for Martha, the new tutor hired for Prince Richard's little sister, Princess Emily. Amber is introduced to the Queen, Prince Richard, and Princess Emily. After some awkwardness, Amber is shown to her room, where she calls her boss, who encourages her to keep the lie going and effectively spy on Prince Richard and the royal family. The next day, Amber begins attempting to tutor Princess Emily, who is very vocal about her dislike for tutors, as all the previous ones have treated her differently due to her spina bifida. Amber treats Emily like any other child, regardless of her crown or condition, and they two begin to bond. Princess Emily ends up inviting Amber to a cocktail party the royal family is hosting. There we meet Richard's cousin, Simon, who very openly dislikes Richard. As Emily explains it, Richard is one ahead of Simon in the line of succession, so if Richard abdicates, Simon will get the throne. On a call with her friends, Amber is forced to admit that, while Richard is a bit cocky, there just isn't really any dirt on him to dish out to the press. Her friends spur her on, and Amber decides to try and get some one-on-one -on -one time with Richard. The next day she does just that, catching Richard by himself and striking up a conversation. After commiserating over their shared experience of losing a parent, Amber asks about the abdication rumor. Richard dodges the question and ends the conversation. Later that evening, as the royal family is trimming the tree at yet another party, we are introduced to Lady Sophia, who we find out is Richard's ex-girlfriend who he is not pleased to see. As we later find out in the film, Sophia is primarily interested in Richard for his title, though she tries to convince him otherwise. While decorating, the queen proudly shows off a large acorn ornament that she found in the king's belongings, which she assumes he planned to give her before he passed. As Amber is typing up her notes on the evening, she is visited by Emily, who shockingly reveals that she knows Amber's real name and identity after snooping on her laptop. Emily proposes a deal. She'll keep Amber's secret if Amber promises to write about who her brother really is. The rumors of Richard being a playboy are false, and Emily wants to clear her brother's name, to which Amber agrees. The longer Amber's at the castle, the closer she and Richard seem to get. Their growing closeness is witnessed by Cousin Simon and Lady Sophia, who sense that there's something about Amber that doesn't quite add up. In an attempt to learn more about Richard, Amber follows him on horseback through the woods. Amber quickly gets lost and separated from her horse, just in time for a lone wolf to cross her path. Thankfully, Richard finds Amber just in time and scares off the wolf. Richard takes Amber to his father's old hunting cabin, and Richard reveals that the last time he was there, he and his father had an argument. Richard told his father that he wanted to abdicate, and the king was furious. Richard left the country the next day, and that ended up being the last time he saw his father alive. Richard admits that he doesn't want to be king because he hates being in the public eye. 
Amber tells Richard that he needs to stop worrying about what others think or want of him, and instead figure out who he wants to be. Richard decides to show Amber a poem that his father wrote for the Queen. Richard believes the strangely worded poem is a riddle, but doesn't know what the answer is. While Richard is checking on the horses, Amber stumbles upon a hidden document that shows that Prince Richard was actually adopted, making Richard ineligible for the throne. Amber is conflicted between breaking this huge story and possibly breaking the unaware Richard's heart. The next day, Amber is still mulling things over when she is invited out on a walk with Richard. Before Amber can break the news of his adoption to him, Richard kisses her, to which she reciprocates. While that is going on, Sophia and Simon break into Amber's room and find not only her ID, but Richard's adoption papers. At this point, it is Christmas Eve, the date of Richard's coronation. Just before he can be crowned, Sophia reveals Richard's adoption and Amber's true identity. Simon happily presents himself as next in line for the throne, and Richard storms off. Amber tries to follow him and explain herself, but Richard is understandably too angry to hear her out. Amber leaves the castle in tears. The Queen speaks to Richard and tells him that, while he is adopted and she regrets keeping it a secret, she and the King considered him their son. Richard forgives his mother and promises that he'll stay and fight for the throne. Meanwhile, Simon marries Sophia in a quick courthouse wedding, in preparation for his coronation. The Queen and Richard arrive and implore the Prime Minister to try and delay the proceedings, asserting that Richard is the rightful heir. A phone call with her father strikes inspiration in Amber's mind, and she suddenly realizes the solution to the King's riddle, the acorn ornament. After a quick stop at the castle, Amber rushes to the courthouse, bringing with her a document that was hidden in the acorn. Said document was an amendment to the law to ensure that Richard could become lawful successor regardless of blood ties. The order, marked with the king's official seal, is validated and Richard is crowned king while Simon and Sophia go off to get a divorce. Sneaking out of the ceremony, Amber returns home to New York. She attempts to publish her story on the real Richard, but after being mocked by her publisher, she quits and decides to publish her story as a blog instead. <laughs> the blog is a surprise hit, even gaining the attention of Richard himself, who surprises Amber in New York on New Year's Eve. Richard forgives Amber and tells her that he's in love with her, going so far as to propose. Amber accepts, and the film ends with her and Richard <laughs> ringing in the New Year's with a kiss. The end. The end. The end. And it all worked out exactly how you thought it would. It, it all worked out so good. She never had to pay for her crimes of literally spying on a pe person and invading their family for Christmas. Oh, it's okay. He forgives her. He, it's fine. Don't worry he, about it. He only just learned her real name and they're going to he's going to propose a week after. <laughs> uh, I mean, she does say we barely know each other, but he's like, I'm so certain of this. I've never been more certain of anything in my life. And I'm like, all right. Cool, 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 cool. I've uh, Merry a, Christmas. I guess it's just, it's such a weird thing. They didn't have to, they really didn't have to end on a proposal. He could have just been like, let's just give this another shot and have the big romantic kiss. Yeah, it could have been like, it could have been anything, but now they're getting married, so it's fine. Yeah. It's, don't worry I guess about they, it. It's, it all they worked out. 
they knew that if they got engaged at the end of this film, they could make the first sequel all about their engagement and eventual marriage. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, where to start? Where to start? Man. Uh, I mean... I could continue ranting about Amber and what a terrible person she is. (laughs) Like, it's just—it's so nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like okay. So you, so you talked about how predictable this movie is. I. I, I'm curious, like, did you see, how much of it did you see coming? Because I think the only thing that maybe took me a bit by surprise was the adoption thing. Um, I yes, kind of thought okay, that that one was, yeah. That I, actually and, did throw me off, but. Yeah. Like, as soon as she's like, I'm her tutor, it's like, okay, all right. So the rest of the movie is she stays with the family. And she gets to know the prince. And they fall in love. But then her secret identity is revealed. And she uh, has to go. And But he realizes that he loved her all along anyway. And it doesn't matter that she lied. And then they'll live happily ever after. And, and guess fucking what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guess how, guess how the fucking movie plays out. Yeah, like and maybe that. that's maybe that's why they added in the adoption thing because I it's guess. a very basic plot. But then it's also like I don't know, it also still feels very unneeded. It feels like you you already had this conflict of of Richard doesn't know whether or not he wants to deal with being king. Like yeah. that alone it's his decision whether or not he wants to carry on the crown and then it gets taken away from him and then i don't know like i guess i i don't know if we ever really got the sense that he decided he wanted to be king because it's what he wanted um i no absolutely not it, like every conversation with him, he's always very reluctant about it. Like I, and I think maybe that's part of his character. It's like he doesn't even know what he wants. But as soon as Simon is maybe going to be king, I guess. <laughs> I like, guess it maybe. I don't want it, but I can't let Simon have it because Simon's yeah. <laughs> Simon's Simon. Yeah, S- Simon's like the stereotypical royal guy who's like oh, the thing. So Simon and Sophia are like all I could feel was like they are so poorly written and so stereotypical <laughs> and yeah. they they are like Disney Channel original movie written for like an 8-year-old level of characterization yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they are the classic no depth conniving slimy little shits like there's nothing to these characters i i honestly i kind of love that and i don't know why it just made it i mean it's it's good (laughs) so it was just so funny to me that it's like yeah literally we know nothing about these people 
other than they just want to be king and queen. Like, there is nothing else to them. They are like a single-minded entity. <laughs> they have they have one brain cell each, and it's focused on one thing. Yeah. And that's yeah. becoming king and, king and or queen. Yeah. Like, like Sophia... The, 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 like, their whole the relationship or exchanges are so weird, too. Because Sophia, I guess... Like, she tries to tell Richard that she really loves him, but it's very clear that she just wants to be queen and he's the best yeah. bet. And Simon wants Sophia, but only because he, like, there's a line that somebody says that he wants everything that Richard has. And yeah. so, so he just wants, he wants Sophia because Sophia wants Richard. Yeah. That's it. And. And it's it's kind of great that these two assholes end up together in like this weird mutual <laughs> arrangement. <laughs> where where oh, undoubtedly, like they are so basic and so stereotypical and so shallow, but they are a fun little duo of like cartoon villains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I love they pair up immediately. Like even before. Yeah. They find out, like, the reveal of, like, the adoption. Like, they, I don't know, I just, I, I love, like, when they're in the sleigh together and they're just, like, creeping on, um, uh, like, Amber and Emily and Richard are playing in the snow. And then here come the S-Squad, Simon and Sophia, in the sleigh. <laughs> and they're just, they're just leering at them from, like, a distance and, and like, uh, like be like angry at how how close Ugh. Rich, Richard and, and Amber are getting, and we need to stop this. And I, I well, it, it was it was oh, there's clearly something up with that Amber chick, and that was that was like the one funny thing is that they were a hundred percent spot on with their assessment of Amber. Oh yeah, like <laughs> oh. fakers gonna fake. They they can yeah. see it. They know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were God. they were just delightful with just yeah, I get that single minded I just wanna be king I just wanna be queen. Let's just be evil king and queen together. What if we just become evil royalty? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we both get what we want. And again, and yeah, and again, I feel like Richard sees that, and he, and yeah, I don't know if he actually even wanted to be king at the end, but he was just like, oh, fuck, well, I can't let those assholes become king and queen. <laughs> well, and like, <sighs> it's funny, because when they're doing, it's like the last bit of the movie, and they're like doing the coronation for Simon and Sophia, because Richard can't do it, because I guess fucking blood relation royalty, blah, blah. Um, yeah. But even when Simon's there and he's about to be, like, crowned king, all of the people in the cabinet and or, like, whatever governmental royal party this is are like, ugh, yeah. we don't Ugh. want this. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no one. It's just, I have a note that's just, get fucked, Simon. No one wants you to be king. Yeah. Literally Which makes no it seem one like... wants you to be king. Yeah. Which obviously means that, like, his, like, higher, holier-than-thou attitude, he gives that to everyone and everything. He doesn't oh, even yeah. try and pretend to be nice. Yeah. <sighs> Which, I mean... Brilliant. He's honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unlike some people... Unlike... In this movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> God. The other character that I did actually kind of like was uh, Princess Emily. Yeah, yeah. She was a fun little character. I like her. She's just yeah. like... She's a decent child character, and that's, you know, that could be hard to pull off. Yeah, I think sometimes with... Because she's kind of snarky, and she's obviously, yeah. like, they portray her as a very smart little kid. And I think sometimes when you have a smart, snarky little kid, it can be very insufferable in movies. But yeah, I think they they do a good job of showing that, yeah, she is those things, but she is also just a little kid. And she likes sledding and she could be a little brat. She puts mice in the beds of her tutors and she them <laughs> off. Yeah, so like she was a fun character. Yeah. Yeah, that's like Richard's just sort of nothing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Amber very... is just kind of terrible. Yeah, I did. Uh, I on um, the one one character that I really liked is Amber's dad. Oh yeah, he he's just, great. Yeah, he was just like very chill and supportive. Like in in the beginning of the movie. When Amber gets, uh, like, her boss tells her that she has to spend Christmas covering this press conference in another country, she's very worried about what her dad will think because she won't be home to spend Christmas with him. And he is so nice about it. And yeah. he's like, oh, like, this this could be your break, big break. Like, I, you know, like, don't worry. I'll be okay. I want you to do this. Yeah. And, and try and further your career. He He's great. Good old Rudy yeah. at Rudy's Deli in New York City. Yeah. He's a cool guy. He's a good good dad. He's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hope they I hope they move him to the palace in the next movie. Oh my god. Hell yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll have to see next year when we watch the sequel. Yeah, and see if maybe if Simon <laughs> and Sophia's divorce took. <laughs> I like that the instant they have just signed the papers to be married and uh, the instant that that Simon is no longer going to be crowned king because the 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 king apparent like the 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 previous king apparently can just amend a law by writing a a letter and stuffing it in a fucking acorn. (laughs) I don't think that's how law works. No, maybe it does in fucking Aldovia. Who knows? Yeah, I I guess maybe there's some weird made-up law there, but I'm pretty sure that it, at, at least it appears to be like a constitutional monarchy, and I don't think a king can just decide laws in a no. constitutional monarchy. But then, I mean, like, who, who knows? There's all this stuff about how it's like your, your interregnum is over on this day, and we must yeah. have a... a new king crowned on this day and it's like why what yeah. happens if it if it's not i i don't know um like you can't you can just take a like you can just take a little longer to sort things out why do you have to i don't understand monarchies yeah i don't think I don't they ever it. really <laughs> explain yeah what what the fallout would that be if anything like i guess would the would the royal it. family just become dissolved like there is no <laughs> there's no royal they, family anymore monarchy's over they, everyone go home they literally dissolve turn to ash oh shit 
It's it's the Christmas curse upon the yeah. royal family of no. fucking Aldonia. Aldovia? Uh, yeah. Aldovia, yeah. Fake fake country name. Yeah. I I've seen a few movies that are that kind of have this premise where it's like a normal everyday lady meets a prince and he, he the prince is always a white dude with a British accent. Oh yeah. And it's it's just such a it's, it's always funny to me how they try and portray again this white dude with a British accent as though he's the <laughs> leader of this foreign country. Uh-huh. Um although that said I don't know if we can trust these movies to not do something offensive with a non-white prince from a made-up country. Yeah. So maybe it's for the best, I don't know. Yeah. I keep Yeah. I I know the country is Aldo- Aldovia. My brain keeps going Snowdonia, which is not <laughs> that's actually a a national park in the UK. But if I call okay. it Snowdonia, that's why. My brain just wants me to say Snowdonia. You know what? I thought at first you were going to say it was an area in Final Fantasy. I, I don't know why that would be on brand for me but yeah <laughs> but this oh. is in fact just an actual place that exists i guess yeah it's just, okay as far as we know so, anyways yeah. yeah it would as be, it would, be a great, tell me. would be a great final fantasy name though i'm surprised it's not frankly oh god mm. But yeah, it's uh, man. I still can't believe that that Amber doesn't go to prison at the end of this movie. Yeah, no, let's yeah, let's we gotta get into this. I'm I'm chomping at the bit to talk about Amber okay. and her yeah. bull no. <laughs> bullshittery. Okay, yeah, Amber. <laughs> I okay. This whole movie is Amber spying on this family, literally spying on them. She. She takes her camera out. She is secretly recording yeah, them. She is, well, secretly. She's so yeah. subtle in the way <laughs> that she openly. just holds her fucking iPhone up in front of her chest and blatantly records everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, you, they even, they make sure to put in the sound effect of her taking pictures. Oh, yeah. Which she didn't even I turn wish... the sound off on her iPhone. It's taking the click no. click sounds. I wish I wish they made it like really really cheesy and and like had her like try and cough to cover it up like, <laughs> like every time she takes a picture. <laughs> Just, yeah, no, extremely she, blatant. She she could be kind of forgiven at the beginning when she gets caught. Maybe you could show it as her panicking and she doesn't want to admit that she broke into a fucking castle. <laughs> Speaking of security at this castle, awful, bad, yeah, very bad. Yeah, real, real bad. People could just climb, like, like just like <laughs> climb around and go through a back door and nobody, nobody yeah. catches. But yeah. yeah, she just waltzes in. Somebody assumes that she's the tutor because they happen to hire an American tutor and and Amber's American. Nobody checks her ID. Nope. No nothing. There is no and, security and in Snowdonia. No, no. <laughs> and and luckily, luckily for Amber, 
the the tutor was the tutor says that they they weren't going to be there until two weeks from now and so amber just lies and says oh nope i changed my mind i'm here early i'm, I'm just Sorry. here now hi hi yep i'm definitely martha um I, yeah, again, I could see if you want to just lie to try and get out of trouble and, like, excuse yourself from the situation, I could maybe forgive that. But no, she lies so that she could try and get closer to the royal family. Yeah, and then she doubles down and continues to double down. Yeah, and they try and, I feel like they try and pin it on her boss, where, like, she phones her boss and the boss is like, oh yeah, keep doing this, keep going, you could get some good dirt for us. <laughs> but but it Amber... The, like, the, like, the boss, the boss has, like, and maybe she's encouraging her, sure, but this is Amber's decision to go forward, to begin this lie, and to go forward with it. Yeah. Like, and there's never a moment where she's like, I'm in over my head. Like, I am yeah. going to go to, to jail. Like, I'm no. going to go to prison <laughs> in this place. Yeah. They, like, they make... They make a joke about it with the boss, where Amber's like, could I go to prison for this? And the boss is like, yeah, maybe two or three weeks, haha. It's like, no, 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 like, I'm pretty no. sure this does warrant some jail time. <laughs> like, you are, you are currently, like, impersonating another person. Yeah. In order and to she... gather intel on the royal family. I, yeah. I, I don't know what law you are exactly breaking, but it's it's a lot. It's a lot of them trespassing at yeah. the very, very, very least. At, at the very least. And it's just, yeah, this entire film, this entire film's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, like, imagine if you hired somebody to help tutor your child. And then you find out later that this was actually a member of the press who was secretly recording you and your family. And, and although she claims otherwise, like the, the end goal for Amber was to publish a story about what she found. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that was what she, a villain in this. Yeah. Like she, it's a villainous thing to do. Yeah. This is something she was working towards. She, I, I, I would love to know what she was expecting to happen at the end of the two weeks. Like she has to excuse herself before the real tutor arrives, and then, and then what? Like all of a sudden, they get these news stories about the goings on in the royal family with these behind the scenes <laughs> photos that only Amber could have taken. Like, does she not? Yeah, does she not realize like, that like she's the only like. Everyone else at that place is someone who's supposed to be there. Gee, I wonder who it was that would have taken those candid photos. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I wonder. Oh, and, and again, with the real tutor, the, the real tutor shows up. Hi, I'm Martha. And then they go, um, we just had a Martha. She's missing now. Wait a second. What happened here? Huh? 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 Like, there yeah. was no... This, oh my god. This, and it just, it, it like gets worse the more and more you think about it. it because like Richard's oh, yeah. character in this film, he's Hates very, very. Yes, he's so, this is like, this is a big part of why he doesn't want to be king. It's because of people like Amber. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, but 
but she's so genuine and the most genuine oh. kind person he's ever met. Yeah, so fucking oh, let's let's talk about genuine. Because <laughs> the whole the whole scene in the hunting cabin where Amber gets Richard to open up about why he doesn't want to be king, it is so awkward. Because multiple times, Richard questions Amber about, like, why are you following me? Why are you asking me about this? Do we have to talk about this? Yeah. And Amber, Amber keeps goading him into it. And she, and she tells him, maybe it would be good to get it off your chest. Yeah. Maybe, you, can, you can tell me. Maybe you'll feel better. It's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Which, that's like, that's great advice between friends. But Amber, again, is actively investigating Richard <laughs> for... The tabloids. Like, I feel like it's meant to be like, this is actually her like being genuine and and wanting to like learn about him and actually get to know the man underneath. But like, you can't take that in good faith when she is in fact a reporter that is trying to dig up dirt. Like that's- Well, and so many other scenes, she's like talking to her friends or she's talking to herself about how she needs to she needs to get closer to Richard and she needs to find out more and it just so like her her asking him to open up yeah like it doesn't feel like it is kind genuine kindness it is no. it just feels like she's trying to get dirt yeah and then like he like he exits the cabin because the horses are whinnying outside or fucking yeah. whatever and so she she watches him go and then instantly turns around to start snooping yes and it's like all right yeah cool yeah oh exactly like how are we like come on they they just had this they just had this heart to heart he opened up to her about his misgivings about being the king and the fight he had with his dad which is obviously like you see it affects him very deeply yeah throughout this film and he even, like, they even almost share a kiss in this moment that Amber never really comments on, but, like, he's going for it. Yeah. And then the the horse whinnies. And, yeah, immediately she starts looking for shit. Yeah. So it just, it paints the rest of the scene in that light where it's like, oh, you were just waiting for the opportunity to get this dirt. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you were just being sneaky. Also, she finds, so she's like, she drops, she's snooping through these, like, journals that uh, the king had kept. Um, And, like, she drops one, so she goes to pick it up, finds, like, a hidden lever in this desk, and out pops the adoption papers that I guess the king thought it was a good idea to just keep in a hidden compartment of a desk in the woods. Yeah. Of just, like, a cabin that's largely unoccupied and not guarded, ever. Yeah, and cool. we already know that security at this palace is already shit. I can't imagine. <laughs> Sucks ass. Yeah, yeah. That, like, <laughs> that cabin is probably worse. It's probably just that lone wolf that guards it. <laughs> of course he has to save her from a wolf. Yeah. God. Uh, but, like, she finds these, like, these documents and, like, Instead of whatever else she could have done to show that she was like, you know, like, maybe she's having second thoughts of this or whatever. It's, she, she manages to, it's a, it's a whole, it's a little manila folder. Like, it's not 
small, but she manages to smuggle that shit back to her room somehow. While riding tandem on a horse with the prince. How the fuck? Where did you put those, (laughs) ma'am? She's not, she doesn't have a bag. So, I just gets to, like, shove them, like, in her coat and, like, flat against her body, I guess? I guess. I guess. But, like, yeah, it's, ugh. Yeah, it's, she really she did she needed a moment where she like stops trying to be the reporter and like I don't know puts the like you see her put the phone away when she could have gotten a great scoop on something you know yeah well instead she like she has like a phone call with uh, her dad at a certain point and she's like what if uh, chasing my dream actually causes a lot of pain to someone who's already been through a lot of pain? <laughs> yeah. It's like, hmm, yeah, maybe you should think about that and how people in the, being <laughs> targeted by the tabloids, <laughs> this thing that you do, are actual human beings that have thoughts, feelings, families, situations, you know. Uh, you know? Yeah. But it, and it's, it's like, no, just it's... follow your heart. And it's like, all right, okay. It's so frustrating, too, because at the beginning of the film, the way she talks, it's like she seems aware that she's working for, like, not a great magazine, and she is trying to get jobs elsewhere, and she just, she hasn't been able to <laughs> She has, it. like, five rejection letters from other other companies on her desk at work. It's like, damn. Yeah. That's, that's a, a bold just... choice to, to do there. <laughs> it really hit it home for the audience there. But yeah, like she, like she at the beginning, she seems like she's a character that's aware of what bad press can do to people, or like the tabloids, what effect they have on the people who they are pursuing. And yet, as soon as she steps foot in that goddamn castle, we never really see that side of her until the adoption stuff. And it is very specifically the adoption stuff that makes yeah. her start to second guess it. Yeah. I'd- yeah. And that's, yeah, that the whole, like, blow-up uh, where she goes running after Richard to try and explain herself, it's just, like, like, why? Like, don't even, don't even try and explain yourself, because there is no explanation other than you just, like, I don't know, you just thought, like, you wouldn't get caught, or you thought it wouldn't bite you in the butt. Yeah, that's, like, th- there's no excuse for this that paints you in any light other than awful. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just, just awful. I, I assume that the reason why they wrote it in that Emily figures it out early is because they at least they didn't want to make it so that Amber was re- continually lying to a small child that trusted her. Yeah, it's like that yeah. was like that was a, a bridge too far that they were like, oh, we gotta, we gotta make it's her like, be somewhat this, likable. This is this is too villainous for <laughs> this yeah. incredibly villainous character. We can't have that. We need to tone down the villainy. God. She's just a bad. I hate I hate it so much. <laughs> oh, oh god, and we should mention too. There's like a bit where so Sophia is trying to chat up Richard and like trying to be like, come back to me, baby. I li- I actually love you. Uh-huh. And not your crown. And and she and Richard kiss, and Amber sees this, and she gets it. It does the typical thing of the character sees 
their love interest kiss another person and they get jealous over it, even though they are not dating. Yeah. And in Amber's case, Amber's lying to him and his entire family. <laughs> how dare she? How dare she get bitchy over him kissing an ex-girlfriend? Oh, man. Yeah. Like, girl, come on. God. You ha- you do not have a leg to stand on. No. At all. Just just ridiculous. God. <sighs> yeah. It, oh. Oh. <laughs> I I'm surprised that the whole like Amber secretly spying on the royal family was kept a secret as long as it was not just because of Amber's bad like oh, like secret photography skills but because <laughs> because every time she calls her friends to report back on what she's doing she is on speakerphone with them in yeah. their, in their busy open <laughs> office where you could see people milling about <laughs> in the background at their yeah. desks yeah and she's speaking at like a normal volume while in this like in the palace which is like I hope no one is passing by the fucking door. Yeah. Yeah. Listening to you say these things. Well, and even like in, in like the, the office itself, like you're telling me that not one of those employees overheard that shit and didn't go (laughs) to a rival tabloid and sell that story for big money. Apparently not. Apparently not. Don't worry about it. Like, God, I could easily see that being, a, like, a plot point where maybe there's, like, so, like she, Amber has a rival at her office, and, and she overhears Amber talking to her friends, and she's the one that, that uh, brings the story out. And that's how Amber gets caught, not because of Lady Sophia and Simon. Yeah. Well, I think you just wrote yeah. a different Christmas movie. Yeah, maybe you know what? Maybe that's the same fucking movie, but like with a slight twist. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe that's what happens in Christmas with a prince. Oh shit! Because the Christmas with a prince thumbnail is a a a lady with like a stethoscope. I can talk. Yeah, and so maybe she's pretending to be a doctor. (laughs) Oh, that'd be oh my god! Shit, that would that actually be funny (laughs) if it's like a series. All of these mockbusters are women pretending to be different pr- professions to get close to a prince. Oh, I kind of want that now. <laughs> oh god, I can't I can't believe nobody checked her ID. Nobody questioned why the tutor shows up with no luggage, n- like no announcement or anything didn't show up at the front no. door. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Why, why, why do they even have a tutor coming at Christmas? This is bullshit. I feel bad for her. I mean, she wasn't supposed to be there until the new year. But like, even still, like that's like the, the tutor shows up and the queen is like, all right, well, I guess get to teaching my kid. <laughs> and and, and Prince, Princess Emily is like, it's Christmas time. Yeah, no holiday breaks for, Christmas, for Princess Emily. Yeah, what the hell? It's bullshit. <laughs> I I also feel bad for Princess Emily because they very explicitly say that she is not eligible for the throne because she is a girl 
And it's, uh. it's like a, only dudes allowed in this monarchy. Ugh. <laughs> like, okay. Just like, I, I mean, you could have so easily had it be where, like, she she isn't eligible because she's underage. And sure. And Simon would take over, maybe, like, he would rule in her stead or something. Yeah, something like that. It's, it's yeah, it's like a weird thing just to, like, sneak it in. Like, oh, yeah, no, no girls are allowed. Or, like, her, or, or the queen just stays. Like, I think traditionally the queen would just stay... Uh, as regent then until the underage like next in line would be actually become the monarch but I yeah yeah I guess what happens to like what happens to the queen and the system so like Richard is now going to be the king well that now she's what now she's the queen mother I don't I don't remember I don't know I'm not from the UK, I don't know how monarchies no. work. We only we only know think... so much as the queen is on the back of her <laughs> money. <laughs> and we're getting a new commemorative toonie to mark her passing. Oh, are we? Yeah, oh. it's 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 like the regular toonie, but it's black and gold. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen i I haven't used change in so long that. <laughs> I probably wouldn't even have known this was a thing that happened until like three yeah. years from now. I I only know because my sister, for some reason, sent me uh, a text saying that if I saw one, to get one for her. Um, oh. Which I had to break the news to her that uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> it's like, I don't have, I don't pay for things with cash. I haven't had um, cash on me in years. Yeah. I actually, I, this is, this is a bit of a pre-pod conversation Brie and I had, but, but usually during Christmas, my mother gets me <laughs> to buy my sister's Christmas presents and, and vice versa for my sister, because my mom doesn't understand and also fears online shopping. So she, so she, she gets us to do it for, for the others, then she pays us. But my, my mother, as someone as you would expect for someone who fears online shopping, also <laughs> seems to fear online banking. <laughs> so my mother will give me cash for the presents that I buy for her for my sister. But she surprisingly has not done that this year. She's been able to find everything at Costco, wow. apparently. Yeah, but so I have no money. I I, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of glad for it because it took me like two years to work through the cash that I gave <laughs> The last time <laughs> and it also probably took that long to stop my amazon account from suggesting to me all of like the weird shit oh, yeah. that my sister wanted oh yeah <laughs> like my sister was pregnant and my mom kept getting me to buy her pregnancy stuff and then amazon thought i was pregnant <laughs> no amazon amazon i hate to tell you this but no stop it no you're wrong stop amazon. it i don't stop need this, this. Yes, those pillows look very comfy, but I do not need oh, one. Oh, those big fucking, like, all-around-the-body pillows? Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that one was tempting. It was. <laughs> I mean, why not? The, my sister after, enjoyed it very much. <laughs> after all, why but... not? Why shouldn't I keep the pillow? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Bilbo Baggins meme, but we're yeah, holding up go. one of those long pillows. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> this is going off on yet another tangent, but I had I had like a, just a, a, a stripy green body pillow as a kid, and it was Aww. great because I was the kid that was usually delegated to lay on the carpet when it was family movie night. Oh, and I would, yes. I would lay on my body pillow like it was a surfboard, and that's how I would watch Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was so oh, good. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my god. I would love Phenomenal. to get I would love to get another body pillow, but I'm a little afraid of putting that into my search engines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do not need to be haunted oh, by yeah. that. Just just next time you're at Bath and Body Works, just subtly s- slip one under your arm and be like, well, <gasps> This is where oh, I am. Oh, do they now. have? Oh, okay. That's Bath and that's Body Works. Not Bath and Body Works. Sorry, Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, the, I made the, the same place mistake. I meant. I made the same Bed, mistake. Bed Bath and Beyond. I will next time. I I will need to make the excuse to go there to get my yeah. body pillow. Yeah. Yeah. I see. <sighs> I. Like, they always look so comfy, but I'm one of those people that sleeps flat on my front. Like, I don't sleep on my side, so I don't oh. need one. I just sleep, like, completely just face down. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I, like, rotate through different positions. So for a long time, I was being a face sleeper as well. I think I'm finally migrating to being, like, back to a back sleeper. But every so oh. often, you gotta sleep... You just wanna sleep on your side, but you need to, like hug a pillow as though you're like trying to climb a tree you know yeah well yeah obviously or else your your limbs all just squish yeah it's like i can't let my limbs just lay where they lay there must be like something in between them <laughs> i don't know I, yeah i don't understand side sleepers because it's like you're smooshing one arm and then the other one is just like falling and it's like yeah pinching your nerves no, How? I, Why? I like, I like, I scoot myself so that I'm like on the far edge of the bed with my arms outstretched, but like angled just so that they're so covered by the pillow. So only like maybe the tips of my fingers are not covered. And that's like, that's like the little bit of airflow to help regulate my temperature. <laughs> this is all. You have this down very, to a science. Yes, this is all very precise. <laughs> I need precision when I sleep. And then I usually, like, I have, like, a pillow, like, I don't know, to, like, just clench between my thighs, as is my way. <laughs> and if I had the body pillow, I could have, like, a pillow to hug between my thighs and my arms at the same time, and that's just efficient. Well, now you know what to get for Christmas for yourself. Yes, thank I would get you it for, for you for Christmas, but it would be very difficult for me to take on the plane. Thank you, thank you for that, and thank you for expertly trying to get us back on track <laughs> with that tangent. <laughs> that was very well done. I didn't even think. You know what? It was an uh, an accidental course correction. We're good. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm just I've it's the years of experience of podcasting really just Yo, manifesting yeah. within me. <laughs> yeah, we're nailing it this episode. Yeah, yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Alright. <laughs> well. Oh. Can I just say 
Yes. There is one, there, there's one point that I'd made a note of that I'm like, this is probably not a bother to anyone but me. How this lady know how ride horse? Yeah. I, <laughs> she just, she just gets on that horse and, and she makes yeah. like a comment because uh, I think Prince Richard, like, asks her about horse riding, and she makes, like, a joke about, like, the last time she was on a horse was in Central like, Park. Central, Central yeah. Park. But they, they, I'm pretty sure she's referring to, like, they have, like, court carriage rides. You're not actually riding a I horse. You're... they have riding horses in, I don't know, I've never been to New York. But, like, this, this, like, Prince Richard gets on his beautiful horse... And mm-hmm. goes on, like, a, a gallop through the fucking mountainsides. And she is, like, she gets on a horse and follows him. Horses are scary to ride. I don't know if you've yeah. been on a horse before. It's, it, um, it's, if you're not used to being on a horse, when a horse go fast, it's scary. Actually, I, terrifying. I, I'm going to correct you. You said horses are scary to ride. I'm going to correct you and say horses are scary. <laughs> I do I I do not like horses. Christy, were you never a horse girl? I you know, I I remember having horse toys as a kid, but yeah. we also had a we had a family friend who lived out on an acreage and, and we would go see them and they had horses and I don't know if it was just like mentally scarring as a very small child oh, to no. be near this horse and to have your parents tell you this horse will fuck you up. If you're <laughs> <not careful." laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, small child, you want to you want to you want to feed the horse? Well, OK, but make sure you hold your fingers just so or the horse will fucking eat your fingers. Oh, I got that, too. It's like make sure your palm is completely flat. Because yeah. the horse, like, your finger is basically the same as a carrot to the horse, so it will just oh. chomp on through. And I'm like, damn! Okay. Oh, I hate that. I hate that you said Fucking that. Fucking terrifying. Oh, <laughs> terrifying. And then, <laughs> and then it's also like, hey, small child, never go near the back end of a horse, because that horse will fucking kick you. Oh, yeah, it'll you. kick it'll kick your head, and you will perish. Kick your head, damn. and you will dead. Uh, I think the last time I was on a horse when I lived in uh, Alberta there there's a provincial park and when I was younger there used to be like a horse riding stable in the in like it's called Fish Creek Park and Mm -hmm. there was a horse riding place there and there was like a summer camp for kids and I went there I can't remember how old I was but I was the oldest kid there and it okay. sucked. It was not a good camp. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't remember what we did for most of it, but, like, we, we maybe we were on a horse for, like, an hour a day, and otherwise we were just, like, oh. doing crafts, and I'm like, I'm too, I was too old for that. Yeah, you know, I want to uh, ride the horse more. Come in. Yeah. We would, like, go on the horse, and we would ride it just in a circle around the, the like, horse paddy pad pad paddock i don't know it was like a little little fenced in area we just ride in a circle for like oh no 30 minutes and then we'd go on like a little nature trail and because 
I was the oldest kid at this fucking terrible horse camp. They gave me the young, inexperienced horse. What? Oh no. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So I got the one, I got like the young asshole horse <laughs> that like wouldn't listen to me, oh, would just go no. off and start fucking eating bo- like berries. <laughs> and I was like trying <laughs> to control this horse. It was awful. And it sucked. Oh, no. And the last day, they're like, okay, when all your parents are here, we're going to do a, a cool horse show thing where you just like ride your horse around this same like fenced in area, but we'll put in little obstacles for you to do. Mm-hmm. And the other horses were fine. They just did it. My horse decided it didn't like they had laid a, a grate on the, on the ground for the horses to walk over. Or like a mm-hmm. fence. I don't know. He was like, I'm not fucking stepping on that and jumped it. Um, so that was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm sitting on this horse and I'm trying so hard not to cry because I was just oh. scared. Oh, oh no. my god. And then the, la- the last, that was when I was younger. A few years later, I went on like a, a just like a horse riding trip with a friend through like I can't remember where the fuck it was rural Alberta somewhere and like Mm -hmm. you rented a horse and they took you on a little guided walk and mine got stung by a bee and I got thrown (gasps) off the horse oh my god that's fucking terrifying (gasps) and I landed in the dirt and I had to get back on the horse and go (laughs) go the rest of the trail Oh no, because it probably was too far to walk or something at that point, eh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, so I it was uh, like I and I still like horses, but God, they're fucking scary. They're big yeah. scary animals. They'll they're, fuck you up. Uh, yeah, no horses will fuck you up. I I can't actually remember if I've ridden a horse. I know that I've ridden a pony because. Oh uh, hell yeah. We have family photos, and I don't know where we were, but we must have just been on vacation somewhere, so it was probably somewhere either in Alberta or BC, and there's just, like, a hundred photos of me and my sister on this pony, just a pony ride, just going through some trail somewhere, and what's funny to me is that the most notable thing about these photos, to me at least, are that it's photographic evidence of this one pair of Flintstones pants that my mom used to wear all the time. Oh my god. What? They were they were Flintstones sweatpants with the characters, just like the faces of the characters in a repeating pattern all over oh them. Oh my god. And I have tried to find these pants for, for so long. Because they, <laughs> it just... They were so distinctive to my childhood because I swear that my mother wore these pants so often. And so when I finally, when I found these pictures, (laughs) it was like this, like, it's like, oh my God, like if I, I have proof I could show the world these pants that my mother had. (laughs) They were real. I didn't make them up. They were real. Yes, they were wonderful. I love them. I, I don't, oh, I'll have to. I'll have to dig out the photo and share it to you. <laughs> I don't know if I'll put it on Twitter because I don't know if I want yeah, my little that's, face. You know. But yeah. I, I oh, oh, but they're just wonderful. But yeah, these pants are like 
it's synonymous with my childhood so it was so nice to see those so yeah it's like fuck the pony i, I was more happy to see, <laughs> see the pants oh oh so good oh, so good I, but yeah all I that could. to say amber shouldn't be that good at riding a fucking horse no no yeah no it's i mean it's i i guess to be fair she fell off that horse pretty fast true true <laughs> just oh, to get menaced then, by a husky that someone CGI'd on some angry mouth. It was yeah. very funny. Like it was <sighs> it was a very obvious CGI muzzle and no shade on the on the on the people who did it because I know I I feel ya. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very funny. I just I just really liked um like it was such a beauty and the beast moment for him oh, to yeah. save her save her from this lone wolf from this one wolf that's menacing her Yeah his, and like like gun that he apparently just had in order to like shoot in the air and scare it off Yeah just just took the wolf away But yeah I guess it's f- fair it is, I, I, I kind of do wonder, like, did they really need the wolf at all? She could have just gotten thrown Been off lost. And... Well, yeah. no, but it's, ro- it's more romantic if he saves her from a, a wolf. <laughs> yes, if, if he saves her, if he saves her from the consequences of his, of her own actions. <laughs> what? God. Ah. Uh. What else with this film? Oh my god! Um, just as a, as a note, the uh, yeah, I guess this was all films. All of the like, Avalonia was um, <laughs> Aldo- <laughs> fucking Aldovia uh, was filmed on location in Romania, which is neat. Okay, but um, the. The decorations for the like the ball and stuff like that is like those twinkly string lights that you get at fucking Canadian Tire. Yeah, <laughs> just like, yeah. Just like draped down the wall behind the the throne. Like, all right, okay. Yeah, not not quite befitting a royal ball, you know. No. <laughs> Feel like the decorations kind of... are just are just the exterior lights that you hang up outside your house for uh... yeah <sighs> yeah it's very I... funny but like the castle's cute it's like, it's yeah a nice little I guess Romanian town in the mountains with a little castle it's nice yeah it did seem like a nice like kind of private castle that was pretty sweet it did really make me wish that I had a castle yeah. Have you ever been to the Banff Springs Hotel? That's I don't, it's very nice. I don't know if I have. I know I went to a hot springs once when I was a kid, but I don't know if it was Banff or was the or if it was uh Radium. Oh yes. Well if you if you've been to the Banff Springs and if you look it up on Google, it's 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 a it's basically a castle. Um, oh. And I have been there once or twice, and it is lovely. If oh. you can, you, I think you can just, like, go there and just, like, walk through the castle. You don't have to stay there. You can just, like, take a walk through the foyer and stuff. But they've got, oh. like, fucking a ballroom and, like, marble staircase. It's very nice. I recommend oh, checking it out. 
I there there is I remember in the there was a news article a while back that there was a house uh in town here that like it was kind of made to look like a castle and it was up for sale but of course it was like very pricey in like the rich part oh, of yeah. town but I I won't lie I saw the listings and I was like oh man like if I was like a lottery winner because wouldn't that be so fun if we, even if we could, like, rent it for a night and do a movie night there? Oh, that'd be sick. Well, I know, they're, oh. like, the only one I ever saw when I was in, because I used to live in uh, Calgary, Alberta, I, there was one building that was, like, on one of the main roads, but behind, like, a sound wall. So you could just see the top of it, and it was this, like, pink house. But it had fucking gargoyles on top and looked like a castle, and I'm like, that's sick. And again, oh, it was in one of those yeah. like richer areas, so it was like a huge house and it had gargoyles. And I'm like, that's fucking radical. I want to go in there. Oh, oh, we gotta. Can we pool our money? Is this on Air Airbnb? Can we make this happen? <laughs> oh, because like it would work so great for for both of my main interests of the princess movie things, and then also the labyrinth obsession because I could pretend to be. Jared. Oh yeah, yeah. Got to oh. rent a castle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that should be a Patreon goal. If we ever start a Patreon, <laughs> we rent a castle. <laughs> it would be the worst goal because only we would benefit from it. We'd have to commit to, like, recording a video episode of the podcast in a castle. Oh, oh no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I could only, I could only do that <laughs> if I was in costume. If I was dressed as Jareth, maybe. There that's we go. The only time, that's the only time I like my photo being taken is when I'm in a costume. <laughs> oh, man. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, all oh. right. What else with this movie? What? God. Oh. Oh. Can I say I laughed um, when they first showed that giant acorn ornament? I kind of. I was just about to say. I was like looking at my notes, and I'm like, they're like, here's the 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 ornament that was was left uh to us and it's like it was made by the king and it's just like this big fucking carving yeah. of an acorn it's like they're like it's, oh it's beautiful i'm like it's an acorn i mean it's yeah. good it's better than i can word work obviously it's an acorn that's what? like the size of your hand it is huge yeah it's a big ass acorn <laughs> It it made me laugh so much because, of course, I, I didn't see the adoption thing coming. And we've talked about this before, but in a lot of these movies, you can't really trust that things that are set up are going to be paid off. No. So, so when I saw the queen just holding up this giant ass acorn, I kind of just stupidly thought that they just, oh, maybe they just need this big ass acorn ornament so that it'd be more visible on screen. <laughs> huge why is it so fucking big why is it so big it looks stupid and everybody's like oh it's so God. good it's so amazing it's like, like, oh okay it's just... <laughs> had to had to hold a proclamation in it i guess 
I guess a, a, a law change made unilaterally by the by the king, you know, yeah. as you do. You know, maybe that's at how, the end, that's like, how law works. We we talked about this earlier, but at the end, whether like, yep, this proclamation's totally legit. Richard's the king. Checks out. Maybe that was just everybody like, fuck Simon. I don't give a shit if this is I, legal I or not. I feel like it must have been. Like, they were just like, <laughs> oh, thank God we don't have to make Simon our king. We will accept whatever law amendment this is because it means we don't have to deal with fucking Simon. Yeah. Oh, I hope, I hope I, that he and Sophia show up in future sequels, and they just get cartoonishly more evil as they go oh, on. Oh, I hope so. That's my, that's my hope. God, I hope so. It's so, it's so funny that it's like, our father wrote this poem about a fucking acorn, and then there's the acorn ornament. What could it mean? It's a, yeah, it's a I, riddle. Like, Alright, okay. Uh, no one thought uh, to crack open the lid of this acorn? What, yeah. No? Alright. Okay. I guess, yeah, I wonder how he was going to spring this on the queen, because they seemed very keen to try and keep it a secret, the adoption thing, keep it a secret from Richard, so I guess he was just going to, like, hand her his poem and be like, figure it out, tee I guess? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Also, they would have, they're holding this ornament up. They would have noticed that it was empty inside. They would have noticed that this giant fucking wooden acorn was hollow. Well, and you know, I feel like, and maybe this is just me, but I feel like when you get something that is intended to be unscrewed or open, I feel like you could usually kind of tell, like... I don't know, like, there's usually, like, there's a lip to the edge, or, like, you tell, oh, this looks like a lid. What if I wiggle this? You know? I don't know. Maybe it's just me, and I fidget with things, but. (laughs) No, I'm with you. It's, It's like nobody, like, saw this giant fucking ornament and, like. I don't know, thought, yeah. I don't know. But then again, I guess we wouldn't have. Maybe, maybe it was the sort of thing where it's like, the king made this, and we don't want to, like, break it. That would be kind of funny, though, if they just, like, snapped it open and it was, turned out it was just- It was nothing inside, it was just, like, it was just broken now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Sorry, Mom. Oh, fuck. Oh, whoops. Oh, man. Oh, I don't- Do you have anything else you wanna, wanna get into with this one? I guess the only other thing that I I kind of laughed at is so they have this moment at the Christmas Eve ball where uh so Emily surprises Amber with a makeover and right. they get her all dolled up and they present her to the court and everybody is of course wowed and isn't she beautiful and and, and even Simon's like wow she cleans up nicely after making like comments about her throughout the film about her like wearing sneakers and being the help the help and a peasant or whatever yeah just like looking down on her um yeah i kind of laughed at that though because she really didn't look that much different no not really 
her makeup. Yeah, she was had like, a pretty dress on, but and and very heavy eye makeup. Yeah, like that was like the main thing is the makeup was just heavier. But like even her hairstyle was kind of similar. Like she usually wears yeah. it pulled back, and it was another pulled back style. It's like well, it's different, but. I just feel like if you're going to have that moment in a movie, you really need to play up the contrast. Yeah, like the big fancy reveal. It's like, uh, oh, I mean, yeah, she she looks nice, but it's not like, my God, stunned. Yeah, it's like, it's not like the type of thing that makes every single person in the room turn their heads. Yeah. I thought that was funny. (laughs) Is there anything else? Uh, probably. <laughs> but uh, I'm coming up with a blank. Oh, sorry. I guess one last thing. I, I kind of laughed. I also laughed at when they t- they're they're trying to get Simon. They're going to crown Simon King, but they mention how they have to meet Quorum. And it's delayed because they, they haven't met that yet. And I, I know that that's the thing in Parliament or legis- Legislator. But it made me laugh because I usually only hear it in regards to my building's condo meetings <laughs> and specifically how we have never in all of the years that I've fucking lived here, we have never met Quora because <laughs> nobody goes to condo meetings, which that would be fucking hilarious oh if they God, didn't they just didn't show. It's fucking Christmas Day and no one shows up. It's literally Christmas fucking day. I wouldn't give a shit. Fuck it. I'm not. I don't care about getting Simon crowned. I'm going to stay home with my family. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. Like, what would have happened if they didn't meet Quorum that day? I don't know. I guess we would have found out what happens when the interregulum uh, lapsed. Yeah. I guess they just like... Interregnum. Interregnum. Uh, yes, we would have we would have seen what happens when all of the royalty uh, dissipates into smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like Brigadoon, the castle just disappears. <laughs> god. Oh god. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I uh, I don't think there's just like little things mostly. Oh yeah. Like, I have a note, like, I'm surprised she wasn't fired immediately when, at the very beginning of the film, she breaks a 15th century Ming vase or whatever. Yeah, you know what? That's, like, the queen is pretty chill, and I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have seen a few of these types of movies before, and usually the queen has to be won over. Um... I don't know, I guess they're they're all sort of similar, where usually the king is out of the way for whatever reason. The the young prince it falls in love with the everyday girl, but the queen is always like usually they're like, No, 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 you can't fall in love with this regular person. We have protocols and stuff. Yeah. But the queen in this was like pretty chill and and there's even um uh so at one point Amber and Emily sneak off to go sledding and they come back, and at first you think the queen is going to ream them out for doing this, yeah. but... And, like, she is angry, but what she's angry about is that they snuck off without asking for permission. And she basically just tells Amber, like, you know what, like, I'm glad that my daughter seems happy, you know, you put a smile on her face. 
Um, but yes, tell me next time. And hey, maybe next time I'll come with you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all in all, she's a good character. I, I do like the queen in this. Yeah. She just seems like she's just like a, a lady doing her fucking best. Yeah. Well, yeah, and she even, like, she kind of like, comments loves on her that. kids. Yeah. She kind of comments on that at one point because she she and Richard are at odds a few times because he's kind of shirking his duties and leaving her stranded. And, like, she calls him out on it and, he, like, she, she mentions how, like, this has been, like, the worst year of her life. She lost her husband and her son has been distant and she's trying to keep it together. And, you yeah. know, like, she... She, yeah, like, she's the queen, but she's also just a person. Yeah. Doing her best. She's doing her best. I can't, I can't believe that, um, at the very end of the film, Amber's blog post gets 20,000 views. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, it was 20,000 likes. Going. Oh, it's going viral, was, baby. Yeah. I left, okay, we gotta, I gotta dunk on her for that, because fuck Amber. Um, <laughs> It's it's funny because in the in the in the film itself, Amber's like that's really not that much, and I'm like, yeah, that really isn't in today's day and age. <laughs> it's like Amber, like there's there's like videos of cats making funny sounds set to jazz music, and that has like millions of views, and her little expose oh, yeah. on this prince like gets like twenty thousand likes. Like, yeah, that's not very much. It's not. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I I did like the idea of her starting a blog. Um, because this movie was released in I think it was 2017. Um, I don't know who blogs anymore. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I I or know at least like maybe it was on her Tumblr. Oh oh tum oh. She put it you on know her what? Tumblr That'd be blog. It would be brilliant if they did a Tumblr tie-in with this movie. Oh my god! And they did like <gasps> like, like a, a viral fake... marketing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a fake yeah. Tumblr blog. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> even even then, though, I I I've drawn like S Steven Universe comics that got more than twenty thousand. <laughs> yeah, you've you've had a few viral. <laughs> You've had a few viral moments yourself with some of your <laughs> Yeah. You've had a... oh, if only you had gone into journalism, Brie. You could have had a, a oh, member of the, the royal family come and propose to you on New Year's. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I should I should say I should say uh I know there are still people who blog out there. So no offense to any of you, especially because oh God, no. I am I am one of the assholes who you still are blogs. Blog you are a blogger. You are a blogger, Christy. I am a blogger and that's partly why I know that nobody blogs anymore because nobody <laughs> reads my fucking blog. <laughs> oh, oh god. Bless. Oh, 
I think that's I think that's probably going to be it for this one. Uh, yeah, I would recommend this film, even though it made me rage. It was a good. It was a I good mean, rage. it's a very specific genre of film where it's like, if you if you like this sort of film, it'll be right up your alley. If you like that sort of straight to video Hallmark cheesy Christmas film it's yours it's right there yeah it it will be right up your alley yeah exactly I, it does feel like this film is probably someone's comfort movie for sure it's yeah. definitely not my comfort movie no but i could see it being just the right thing for the right person yeah and then like at the end of it it's like did i enjoy it eh. Is it something I'll watch again? No. Is it some movie? Is it like inoffensive and just heartwarming enough that I could see it being someone's like favorite little like recent Christmas film? Fucking sure. You know, like and no shade on that. If that's like if you love a cheesy rom-com or especially like the Christmas variety, not rom-com romantic movie. It's not even a comedy. It's not a comedy at all. It's just a raw, romantic little film. Yeah. And you know what? Perfect. There. You got it. It's right there. I hope you enjoy and love it. Yeah. I I do too. Um... Yep. I can't add anything more to it. I look forward to the sequel <laughs> next yeah. year because honestly yeah probably yeah yeah whenever we get around to watching a christmas prince 2 i actually look forward to it i want to know uh what our our favorite villains simon and sophia are up to yeah if they uh, don't return i'm gonna be sad yeah they're they're basically that that's actually really what i want to see <laughs> yeah just like a, do a spin-off with them <sighs> And maybe it's like them oh like God. trying to steal the crowns from other royals. I don't know if they could carry a whole spinoff. Oh, true. Maybe like an episode, like 30 minute episodes of their various escapades. <laughs> YouTube shorts. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Well, I think that's oh, yeah. going to be it for this one. Um, yeah. so this is gonna be, this is our last episode of the year, so. Wow. Wow. Another season wow. done. Wow. Wow. Um, it. we did it. Well, we usually do, like, a retrospective episode at the end of each season, and we'll have to figure out when we're doing that, because I feel like there's probably not much time until. Yeah, we're kind of cutting it close to the end of the year here, so it yeah. might be the first, it might be early January that we get that out. Yeah, and then we are probably going to be taking a break at some point for the holidays. So, yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll, I imagine we'll after pick... this, we'll be at, we'll we'll probably miss an episode around the end of the year here for the holidays. Yeah, or or start up sometime. I don't know, early next year. We'll figure it out. I just I'm probably yeah, we'll gonna let you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, best to like stay stay tuned with us on Twitter and we'll probably post any updates there when we're coming back, but we are planning on coming back. This is very, I don't know why, I feel like frantic. I'm at the end of the, I'm at the end of the year. 
I'm at the end of the episode. It's, uh, it's a lie. There's always so much to do at the end of the year. We're we're starting from a baseline of oh fuck oh god oh jeez Louise we got so I, 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 uh, there's so much left to do and not enough time yeah. to do it in <gasps> yeah I have to go get yeah. to, I have to go organize present shopping after this oh my yeah. god huh. have fun <laughs> but uh yeah we will figure out our shit and we'll let you know on Twitter when we keep do. an eye on our Twitter yeah yeah. But, um, yeah, otherwise, uh, another friendly reminder, we are going to be guesting on uh, Mike Westfall's yeah. Advent Calendar House podcast. Uh, it's probably, I think the episode is probably going to be out by now, but we could hopefully say that it's, we uh, took a look at the Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Christmas sequel. Yeah. Yes, we got it to was, goof it on was that a good, again. It was a good time. It was a good time. We made Mike stay up so late because we had too many things to say. <laughs> sorry, Poor Mike. Mike. We're sorry. Sorry, uh... made your wife sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry that we live in a really shitty time zone compared to you. <laughs> oh, but also thank you very much for having us on, Mike. Yeah. But, uh... Oh. Yeah, go check that out. And you could also check us out on Twitter at BadPrincessMOV. And uh, if you have a comment or a question or a movie recommendation, you could feel free to email us at BadPrincessMovies at gmail.com. And we also have the catalog of Bad Princess Movies. This is my blog. Nobody <laughs> the aforementioned blog. The aforementioned blog that nobody reads, and also I do not update very frequently, <laughs> which is maybe why nobody reads it. I haven't quite figured that out. Um, but you could check that out at badprincessmovies.com. If you check it out, maybe maybe Christy will uh, update it. Maybe. Maybe, like, five maybe. months from now, when I finally go to check it, I'll see your comment from five months before, and I'll feel really sad that I, I oh. let it sit there. And then I'll never respond to it because I'm too ashamed. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. Yeah, but well, that's going to be happy it. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. I hope you have a pleasant end of your year and a happy new year. We'll, ha we'll see you again soon. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Hooray. Ba Bye. Bye. <laughs> three years uh, uh, three years three and we years. can't end an episode we've never learned we've never learned I... goodbye everybody goodbye <laughs> don't drink Sprite before a podcast <laughs> it'll mess you up oh god uh, oh. okay okay <laughs> <laughs>